Everyone has a relationship with gender. What's your story? Hello and welcome to Gender Stories with your host, Dr. Alexian Toffee. Hello and welcome to the very first episode of Gender Stories, the podcast. I'm your host, Alex Yantafi. I use pronouns he, him, or they, them, and I'm both really excited about being here recording the first podcast you're listening to and also quite nervous because even though I've been interviewed on a couple of podcasts, great shout out to Mac John and Justin for their podcast. And thank you for interviewing me and having me on their podcast. And also to Megan Speciale on the Fotico Counselor podcast for the special series on sexuality that they did. So yes, I've been interviewed on podcasts, but this is my first time having my very own podcast and as a host. So what can you expect from this episode? Well, you can expect to learn a little bit more about me as your host. But more importantly, you can expect to learn a little bit more about what gender stories is um and a heart is really about what the title says gender stories is about all the different stories around identity expression and our relationships with gender one of the things that i found out as an educator trainer as a therapist and as somebody who talks about gender a lot um is that everybody a kind of a different gender story Um, everybody had moments where they realized that maybe they could or could not do something because of the expectations that people had around their gender. So maybe they were not expected to wear certain clothes at school or they were not expected to play certain sports or they might be expected to behave in a certain way or even to identify in a certain way and to use specific pronouns because of how their gender was being read by other people. And um, what I wanted to do was really to have an outlet where people could share their gender stories and how they impacted uh, them in the past, but also how they still impact them every day. And so that's really why I'm starting this podcast. If you're sitting there wondering, what do I mean by gender? That is a really good question. Gender is such a fascinating word, right? Uh, We think about gender in terms of our identities. So does somebody identify as a man, a woman, as a transgender person, as a non-binary person? And don't worry, if I'm using words that you're wondering what they they mean, we're going to have a whole episode dedicated to language and terminology. But so, yes, gender can be around somebody's identity, but it's also around expression. Some, you know, when we say that somebody looks particularly masculine or feminine, depending on our culture, where where we live, um, we might have certain expectations of how they might look, or if they look androgynous, for example, we might have a picture in our mind of what they might look like and sound like or move like. And then gender is also this really big kind of social and cultural idea, right, of how we should be doing gender um, as a society, um, how we should be bringing up our children and all of that. So, for example, Mac John Barker and I, um, when we wrote How to Understand Your Gender, we talk about gender as a biopsychosocial construct. And what that means is that gender has a lot of components. Part of those components are about um, our bodies and our 
not just our genitals, but also our chromosomal makeup, the way our brain works and all of those kind of things. But they're also about culture and uh, when and where we were born in the world. And they're also about um, our the way we interact with one another and how that shapes the way we think about ourselves and the way we think about other people. And gender is also complex because usually it's not like we just have a gender, right? Um, we also, our bodies are also read in the context of race and ethnicity, class, disability, education status, um, citizenship, um, accents, disabilities. For example, you might have noticed I have an accent because I'm Italian and English is my second language. So we have this um, intersection of identities. Intersectionality is an idea that comes from black feminist scholar Kimberly Crenshaw, but we have this complex intersection of identities that interact with gender. So when we're talking about gender stories, we're, we're not just talking about gender stories in isolation. I'm really interested in how those stories interact with all those other parts of our identities and experiences. And why I started this podcast is because as I was going around doing trainings, I'm an educator, I'm also a writer, and I'm a therapist, so I talk about gender with people quite a bit, and I'm an activist. And so as I was talking to people more and more about gender, um, people were sharing with me their stories uh, of gender. They were sharing with me stories around disappointments that they might have had or joys or the first time they realized that maybe they could be more expansive in their expression than they initially thought. And, and I really wanted an outlet for all of those stories. And um, the reason why I wanted an outlet for all those stories is because I thought they help me understand gender better and I know that um, there's been a lot more visibility of um, specific genders in the past few years in the media. Uh, for example, I'm a trans masculine non-binary person. I know that is a lot of words. Reminder that there's going to be an episode all about language and terminology. But what that means is that I was assigned female at birth, which means that uh, people thought I was a girl when I was born. And then as I grew up, I realized that actually I presented, I was more comfortable presenting as masculine. And then um, I realized that I did not identify as a man, though. I didn't, and I did not identify as a woman, but identify more as a non-binary person with a masculine expression, hence trans-masculine non-binary. So basically, there's been a lot more visibility for trans people in the media. And often people think about gender um, as other people's gender or genders that are not their own. There's also uh, an ongoing for the, um, not just the past several decades, but, but for a very long time, lots of ongoing conversations about what is gender and how does it impact different people, right? There have been television shows about gender and there are television shows that are based on uh, um, gender ideas and so I really wanted to have a place where we could talk about some of that. So what you can expect from the podcast is really a mixture of reflections from me, your host, because I think about gender quite a bit, but also interviews um, with experts, um, people like feminist scientists, writers, um, authors, um, 
therapists, um, trainers and educators, and everybody life, everyday life experts. What do I mean by everyday life experts? Pretty much everybody. <laughs> um, we are all experts in our own life, and I'm really interested in all of our stories. So if you, as you're listening to this, if you think I absolutely have a gender story that I would like to share, please don't hesitate to contact me at genderstoriespodcast at gmail.com. And I'll repeat this at the end of the episode. And you can also find it in the information about the podcast. So you can expect some interviews, some reflections, and the interviews will be, like I said, with both experts and everyday life experts. So it could be anybody. Um, At this point, you might be asking yourself, um, do I have an agenda as your host? And as somebody who's trans, um, <laughs> yes, I do have an agenda and I'm a very transparent person. So I am so excited to be sharing my agenda with you. And my agenda is really for more gender liberation for everyone. I really think that this idea of gender as a binary which, by the way, it's not an idea that's always been around. Sometimes we think about this idea of the gender binary, male, female, as something that is natural, that has been around forever. That is actually not true. So from science, we know that even sex isn't binary. There, there are animals and beings in nature that kind of shift sex as needed or that don't have that differentiation into a binary. So we know that is not Um, inherent in nature and from anthropology we know that different gender identities and expressions have always existed all across the globe and all across time there have always been people of different gender identities and expressions and um, this idea of gender as a binary is much more modern is much more tied into stellar colonialism and even in on in the land on which I stand, which is now called the U.S., and which is, um, I live in Minneapolis, so I'm actually on uh, Dakota and Anishinaabe land right now. Um, On this very land, tribes, in my understanding, uh, indigenous tribes had a multiplicity of names for different kind of gender identities and expressions, and that seems to be true uh, across time and all across the globe. Um, for example, during the Roman Empire, I'm from Rome, Italy, um, so in the area where I'm from originally, um, there are priestesses who are called the Galli, who were priestesses of the Frisian goddess Cibele, who usually were male assigned at birth but dressed in a feminine manner and um, would be considered trans-feminine people today probably. So people who are assigned male at birth but express themselves in a feminine manner. So this idea of the gender mi- binary is not has not always existed. I'm not sure why I started talking about that. Oh yes, my agenda. So what is my agenda? Well, my agenda is first of all to let you know things like the gender binary has not existed forever and it is not a universal idea. Um, and humanity works in this beautiful way where there are myriads, multitudes of gender identities and expressions. And what my agenda is, is for everybody to feel a little bit safer, for everybody to have a, have a little bit more 
breathing room. And talking about breathing room, just take a moment to even notice how you're feeling right now as you're listening to me speak. You might be feeling a little bit activated, which means maybe you might have an opinion. Um, you might not like anything I've been talking about so far. You might really like it. Uh, and probably somewhere in between that, you might not at all be sure that you want to be listening to this. Um, but gender is something that we all feel passionate about passionately about because it's something that it's core to us when uh, people are pregnant for example often in dominant culture one of the questions that they're asked is it a girl or a boy I used to really confuse people when I was pregnant because I'm also a parent and I would say things like I really hope it's a baby hippo because those are kind of my favorite animals but I'm pretty sure it's going to be a human. And people got really upset because there was something that they wanted to know about this baby, right? And it was something I actually genuinely didn't, didn't know because um, my baby was really wriggly and they could never really quite tell what their, their genitals might be. But regardless, that would not necessarily mean that that was their gender, right? There were so many things that... Um, I wouldn't know about myself or that baby, like the chromosomal makeup or how their brains worked or all of those things, right? Um, and then even when my baby was outside of me <laughs> and became their own entity, people would interact with them very differently depending on whether they were reading them as a boy or a girl. And there's actually some really good studies about how people react and talk differently to babies and young children, depending on whether they perceive them to be girls or boys. And so that is a lot of pressure <laughs> to put on ourselves and on our littles as they come into the world, right? This kind of this, all this family stories about gender, all these cultural stories or these social stories, it's just, it's just quite a weight um, to put on each other, um, like I said. And so if I do have an agenda, which I do, is just that we can all be just a little bit, um, we can hold all that weight that we put on each other a little bit more open-handedly, that we can kind of look at it and think, okay, what are the pieces that I find useful, fascinating, exciting, that I want to keep? And what are the pieces that really don't fit for me? And what does that mean if they don't really fit? fit for me and also how do those pieces interact with all those other pieces of identity like I was saying earlier um, we are not just our gender there are all these other pieces around uh, how our bodies are reading on the base of our skin color our race our ethnicity our class our disability our citizenship all of those kind of things um, and the idea of intersectionality, which comes from a uh, brilliant black feminist scholar, Kimberly Crenshaw, uh, really helps us kind of to look at those in more depth. Um, and those are the kind of conversations and stories that I'm really interested in. Our everyday stories, but I'm also really interested in um, how those everyday stories help us understand one another a little bit more. And I'm also interested in kind of what science has to say about all of this. So I'm also excited about bringing in experts to talk about this. And um, people who write about gender, um, there's so much more um, writing, for example, for young adults 
uh, with characters of all genders, right? And um, what does it mean for people to see themselves reflected in literary characters, for example? As humans, uh, it's so meaningful for us when we can see ourselves um, in someone else's story. And so this is why I'm here. So hopefully that has told you a little bit about what to expect from this podcast. Other things that you might be wondering about is how often will the podcast come out? So to begin with, to keep it sustainable, I'm aiming to get one episode out every month on the first day of the month. So this is the first episode and you can expect the next episode on April 1st. And if you want to let me know what else uh, you would like to see on this podcast, please, please do comment or email. You can email me at genderstoriespodcast at gmail.com, as I said earlier. Also, if you're intrigued by some of the things I've been talking about, I do have a book that I've written with Mac John Barker called How to Understand Your Gender. I've also done an interview with Mac John and Justin for their brilliant podcast, Mac John and Justin's podcast, which you can find on SoundCloud. Um, and so there is an episode of the podcast where they interview me and Mac John and I talk quite a little bit about the book. Um, I've also been interviewed by Megan Speciale uh, for the Thoughtful Counselor when they did a series on sexuality, and that's more specifically around gender and mental health. And then, of course, you can buy the book if you want to, How to Understand Your Gender, A Practical Guide for Exploring you, Who You Are by Alex Yantafi and Mac John Barker. It is published by Jessica Kingsley, both in the UK and the US, and you can find it at your nearest local independent bookstore or through um, Amazon and order it online, and it's available both in paperback and Kindle format. So if you're interested in that, please do check it out. And um, I would like to uh, give a, for this episode, uh, since it's the first episode, I would really like to give a special uh, shout out to my launch team. I actually took part in the 28 Days uh, Podcast Movement Challenge, which was basically in 28 Days Launch Your Podcast. Yes, it is as terrifying as it sounds, but also amazing. There's just this amazing community online um, of people sharing information and supporting one another. So I'm really grateful um, to the folks who set up the 28 Days Podcast Movement Challenge and also to everybody who participated. There's just been so much amazing support. And then I've asked some people I know to be on my launch team. And uh, I just really want to thank them for supporting and encouraging me and helping me promote this podcast. I want to thank my friend Leora for the logo that they made that you can see on whichever platform you're using to listen to my podcast. And you can check out their website at leora, L-E-O-R-A dot carbonmade.com. And I also want to thank, thank my friend Maxwell for their music, their awesome music that you can find on SoundCloud and Spotify under Maxwell Von Raven. And um, finally, I want to thank you for listening and for, if you want to, for giving me feedback. I'm pretty sure there's plenty of feedback to be had since I'm such a new podcaster. So I'm really, I'm really 
genuine and very direct when I say that I would love to hear from you and you can tell me what you would like to see on the podcast moving forward and if there are any things that you would like me to change. You can find the podcast website at um, genderstories.buzzsprout.com and you can also find me on a range of platforms. Hopefully you found me on uh, your favorite uh, platform for listening to podcasts. So thank you so much. Um, I hope that my ramblings have made some sense to you and that um, you will keep joining me in this adventure as I move forward. Thank you for listening. And until next time, 